This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. every tribe, every people, every kindred, every tongue, the ones who have been justified, the ones who have been sanctified, the ones who have been called by your name, the one upon whom you've placed your spirit, your joy, your peace, your power, your grace, your mercy, your favor, your strength for these last days. We thank you for Christ Jesus by whom we have received the atonement. We thank you for the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. We thank you because we've come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. We thank you for glory and for joy unspeakable. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for victory in the name of Jesus because you've made us more than conquerors through him that loved us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness from generation to generation. You have been our dwelling place. The Lord 
Lord our healer, the Lord our restorer, the Lord our redeemer, the Lord our savior, the Lord that never loses the battle, the same Jesus yesterday, today and forever. You change it not, you fail it not, victorious, you have conquered, you have won, King of kings, Lord of lords, at the mention of your name every knee bows. We rejoice in your name this evening. We bless you, O God, with our hands lifted high. We worship you this morning. We say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you for January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, and now it's November. It has not been of him that wills, nor of him that runs. It has been of your mercy. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. All things were made for you and by you, and all things belong to you. The household of David says, thank you. Says, thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name forevermore. We are grateful, Father, for in Jesus' name we give thanks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, if you're glad to be in church this evening, I would like you to appreciate this wonderful... <laughs> Thank you so much. They may have a they may have their stands. We're, we're gonna sit down after we read the word. Are you glad to be in church this evening? You're expecting a song? Let the song that is in your heart be singing it. <laughs> because we're going straight into the word of God. Hallelujah. But are you glad to be in church this evening? Are you sure? If you're glad to be in church, I would like you to give someone a high five. Give them a handshake, give them a hug. If you can, make that two people, five people, ten people. Just walk around and welcome someone to church this evening. Give them a smile. Ask them how their day went. Let's open in our Bibles very quickly. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. We're going to read as our custom is in this house and then... We will take our seats royally. We're going to be reading from from verse 5. Where I'm actually going to is uh, verse 13. Maybe we should read it all. It says, from verse 5, please, it says, Let your moderation or your gentleness be known unto all men. Let's read together. Let's go. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse 6. Be anxious. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Verse 9, those things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Verse 10, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care of me, mm -hmm, verse 11, not that I speak in rest. Mm -hmm. uh, no, this is very important. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be. Let's take it again. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatever state I am therewith to be content. Verse twelve. 
I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, but to abound and to suffer need. Verse 13, I can do all things through Christ. Hallelujah. May please be seated this evening. God bless you. I want to say, um, express my profound gratitude to our pastor for this privilege to share God's word with, with us. Um, though he may not be physically present in this meeting, I believe so much that he's present in spirit. And he wants you to know that he loves you so much. Hallelujah. All right. And I don't even really believe that he's not present physically because the Bible says, and the two shall become one. And the head of ministries is here, our mama, physically. Thank you so much, Ma, for this um, privilege. I never take it for granted. I'm always running away from it. But as a soldier of Christ, here I am. Are you glad to see me this evening? Can we go ahead into the word of God? I have been instructed. This man writes, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He says, let your gentleness, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. You know, that word moderation, I, I wanted us to start from that verse because it talks about a state of life that does not fluctuate. It means that whether it is, you know, on Sunday, pastor was talking about seasons. Whether it's summer or winter, whether it is hot or cold, when your prayer time is 5 a.m. in the morning, at 5 a.m. in the morning, when they get to that, your prayer place, they will find you praying there. Whether you had a long day or a short day, 10-hour day or 30-hour day, if you are supposed to be at a particular place at a particular time, they will find you there. That's what that word actually means. It means that whether you are hungry or whether you are full, whether you are happy or things have not been happening in your life to make you happy, they will find you at your duty post. Ah, there's one song that pastor sang. I don't really know that song. It's one of those ancient songs. You know the song? I don't really know the song. But that's what, that's what that word means. And that's the subject for tonight's service. It says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. It's describing a particular kind of life here. Let me start by saying that there are very few people who have tasted real fame and fortune in this life, who have been wealthy, who can return to an ordinary life of no consequence. Most people, once they have tasted a little popularity, a little power, a little wealth, 
they are hooked by the limelight. When something begins to happen to them that does not seem to, you know, they are out of the job, you know, they were getting six figures or seven figures or whatever, you know, or for some time they cannot land a gig and all of that, they, they begin to think of it as a serious persecution. They wake up, they can't get up from the bed and so on and so forth. That's what Paul is talking about here. It is so important to learn how to abound and how to be abased. How to master the crowds. Speak in front of 10,000 people and come and everybody's hailing you. Ha! That pastor has word. Ah! If you see what Pastor Bele preached on Sunday, chai, 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 chai. And you come down from that pulpit and you you greet everybody like a normal human being. Some people just heal the sick once. They just, or maybe they just prayed and, you know, something happened in someone's life. Just say that, you know, my son. How did the person become your son? So remember we, how, how we prayed and you got that job? Where? Where is the seed? You're supposed to sow into this fertile. This is a fertile ground. <laughs> All other ground is sinking. Very few know how to rise to the occasion and rub shoulders with the top brass, with the creme de la creme, and not lose their head and you know and 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 begin to get deceived in their hearts that I'm you know I'm just different. I'm I'm not part of the masses. One wise man said that God loved common people so much that he made so, he made so much of them. In fact, when you read in the Bible, First Corinthians chapter 1, it says that, See your calling, brethren, how that not many mighty, not many noble are called. For God has chosen the weak things of this world, things that are despised, to, to bring to nothing. How to abound and how to be abased. Rudyard Kipling, just bear with me this, this evening. I'm going somewhere. Rudyard Kipling, I, I, he's, a, he's a great poet. He was a great poet. He said, if you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings and not lose the common touch, yours is the earth and everything in it. If you can, let me say that again, talk with crowds and keep your virtue. Walk with kings and not lose the common touch. Yours is the earth and everything in it. I think it was just last week, Wednesday, pastor was talking about the Beatitudes. And two of them, one of them says, in, that's Matthew 5, he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the... Don't mind all these poets. They just copy the Bible. <laughs> I can never forget... Anyway, let me, not, let me not go into stories. I want to get to the end of this thing. Because what has been happening to me in the past several months since you sent me, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> is that I will start talking about something. And that's how the wind blow, blow, blow like will just carry me. And I won't get to the end of it. Today I will try. It says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Another one says, blessed, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. What it means to be poor in spirit means that you look up to God no matter what. That's what it means to be poor in spirit. 
some people just hate that word poor. <laughs> Even in, I, can't, I don't know, I can't remember that, 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 uh, that, that joke. Someone says that, can you just imagine that you are poor? Just in my, even in my imagination, I can never be poor. <laughs> you had a dream and a dream is even in my dream, I can never be poor. Even in my, poor in spirit, you didn't even say poor in the body. You went to the deepest part of me and said poor. No, poor in spirit just means that you are fully dependent on God. No matter who you are, you don't forget that it is by the mercy of God that you got there. You're always, I will look up onto the hills from whence cometh my help. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek. To be meek, to be poor in spirit means you always look up to God. To be meek means that you never look down on anybody. Let me say that again. To be poor in spirit means you always look up to God. To be meek means that you never look down on anybody. Between those two virtues are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. One of the reasons that Jesus died for us is to make for unto us a people. The Bible says purified unto every good work. It says that we are his workmanship created in Christ unto good works. The reason why Jesus came and died and rose again for us was to create a part, a kind of a, a kind of race on the face of the earth never seen before. As I was meditating upon this message, I, I, I remembered one encounter that I had when I was in, uh, in, the, in the hospital and I saw a man. And as I was looking at him, I said, this guy, he was a mufti. And I said, this guy must be a kind of uniformed, you know, either civil defense or police or something else. So we finished uh, just in my mind. As he was going, I said, let me ask him. I said, okay, you be police? Are you a policeman? He said, he said, God forbid. I said, what's wrong with police? He said, nothing. But my father was a soldier. My mother was a soldier. My grandfather was a soldier. My grandmother was in the army. My son is in the Navy. And my daughter is in the Air Force. If anybody in my family joins police, I will not talk to that person till the day I die. Ah. <laughs> I said, ah. Softly, softly. He was a soldier. There's nothing, it's just that their, 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 their assignments are different. Their levels of training and discipline. Soldiers cannot do what police do. And police cannot do what soldiers do. But the level in the police force, in, this, in, this, in the army, is higher than that in the, the, of level of discipline. They, they, you don't see them, it's police, that was, it's police that is your friend. Someone said, if soldiers slap you, you will know that police is your friend. They said, where's your light? Where's your this? Where's your that? You will see them everywhere, just like you know, antibodies in the body. They are fighting infection, but there are certain cells called T cells. Doctor, you'll understand what I'm talking about. You don't see them. You see them sequestered in certain immunological complexes, like lymph nodes and stuff like that. Like soldiers in the barracks. They are always battle ready. The higher your discipline, the higher your training, the more God can use you. Because when there's a real threat to a nation, you don't send police. It's the army you will mobilize. 
a real soldier does not have religion does not have tribe we saw it during the military regime they will send an evil person to go and rule one and another person will be and nothing there will be not nothing in the army a real soldier it's not that they, they don't have their own personal religion they do but it doesn't the training makes them a nomic tribeless Re, religionless in fact the more in the in in there are certain things they call special forces in every nation i think nigeria has it too but in the u.s they're called marines you know you have air force you have for the air you have navy for the water you have soldiers for the army for the land isn't it a marine does not have such 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 a limitation where you will send 400 police you will send 70 soldiers four marines will go and do and, and do a better job it's because of their level of training go to youtube and, and and check training of marines they will keep them inside cold water overnight like this chained together they will shift like this. The number of, I can't remember, the number of people that say I want to be Marines that survived the training, they are very, very little. I say, no, I'll go and be a soldier. <laughs> Ordinary soldier. I say, no, I'm not going, I'll go and be a police. I'm not a police. It's level of discipline. I say, four Marines will do what 50 soldiers cannot do. They will drop them in the jungle. And it's not only that, it's not only that you must make it, your entire team must make it. If one person is left behind, all of you will fail and, and you, you, you have the punishment. So if you put them in the air, I think the Navy Division also has what they call Navy SEALs. They are Marines. If you put them in for an air mission, they will come back more successful than any other battalion. Throw them on the land, the same thing. Put them in water, the same thing. Because of that level of discipline. I read once about the Rolex wristwatches. If this is your, this is my wristwatch I'm wearing like this because of this Nigerian weather. By if there are two of these wristwatches and they're telling the same time, by this time tomorrow there will be some microsecond difference between the two. If you take it to a cold place like Greenland or like you know Alberta in Canada, the difference will be more. But when they made Rolex, the way they make it is that. They will take it, put it inside ice, and walk on it, walk on it, walk on it, measure the time. They will put it near a furnace, walk on it, walk on it, walk on it. They say the metal is not yet, you know. He will sit like a refiner's fire. The metal has not yet, the, you know, he's it's, it's still telling different times. They will put it back under the cold. They will walk it, walk it, until when you put it in cold and in heat, the time to the microsecond is the same. That is what it means to abound and to be abased. That is what First and Philippians four thirteen means. When he says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." This is the people that Jesus died and rose again for. Arise, my son, and go into uh, 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 Ontario, Canada. I've sent you there, <laughs> Daddy. You are good, oh, you are good. Arise, my son, and go into Yemen. Eh? I rebuke, I rebuke you in I rebuke you. I said, go to Bono now. For my voice sent unto them. 
Say, Angel, in the map of Nigeria, you do not see Abuja. You do not see Potakot. It's Bono you saw. Me that I served in Zamfara, affliction will not rise a second time. The reason why Paul wrote to thoughts of the New Testament, the reason why the reason why God used him so much, you know that he wrote most of those epistles from jail. Understand this. Many people like the, the, the revelations of Paul and of John. You know, that God may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Not be quoting Paul. The secrets of Paul are in his letters. The, one of the first times we find him in jail, he, they had been flogged. Bible says they began to pray. After praying, they began to sing. It's not Paul, Paul and Silas, they prayed. After they prayed. No. Their bodies were stinging. They began to do praise and worship. Some of us, it's just that someone spoke to us in the office. One kind. We didn't come to church again. Let's say on Wednesday, like, Wednesday, like some people are not in church because they, 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 the way they spoke to them in the office today, they just went home. You know, just waiting for Friday. They are already, they are already discouraged. Ha! This guy was in jail and he was writing. Grace and peace be unto you. Do you understand? You've not seen Roman jails before. It's not like uh, the one that we see now. <laughs> Sometimes the hand and the feet will be in chains and in stocks. Paul will say, do you have a pen there, a quill? I want to write a letter to my, <laughs> to my beloved ones. That was the secret of Paul. When he says the grace of God was, he says, I labored more abundantly than all the other apostles. Yet not I, but the grace of God on me. God gives grace to the meek. God gives mercy to the poor in spirit. Oh, Father. <laughs> it has happened again. So, what's the time? 6.47, okay. I have about maybe eight, nine minutes. Seven, sorry, seven. Is that right? Let me, let me begin to round this up. Those who don't know how to be abased allow depression, frustration, anger get to them when nothing in their life seems to be working. They begin to say with their mouth, the devil is, has been looking for, for, pastor has taught us this many times, Ephesians 4.26, neither give place to the devil. He has been looking for permission. I say, no, no, no. The way my life is eh? They, they start saying that faith is a scam, you know, God is not real, you know, I'm not sure, you know, this thing, this thing does not really work like that. Let's, let, let, let's, let's face reality. They, they don't know how to be abased. Those who don't know how to abound, they let pride and arrogance get to their heads when everything is going well. The Bible says the rich answers roughly. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know all these lazy people. I, was, I wrote today on Facebook about a guy. Every time he talked about divine protection, he's a wonderful man of God. He said, how can you be a child of God and, and uh, robbers will attack you? 
you, a child of God. Have you not read that? Greater is he that's in you. See, you can, you can use the right thing to do. You can use the word of God to do the wrong thing. You can boast. You can use spiritual things to be carnal. That's what I'm saying. But you can't use carnal things to be spiritual. He said, can, can you say that, you know, you were in a plane, plane now crash, plane now crash, and you were in the plane, you that are a child of God. So, one day, robbers attacked the flat where he was living. He knew it. You know, as a Christian, you know certain things. He knew that they were going to enter into his house that day. God wanted him to chop. What? Not water, water, just what? <laughs> just take small of the thing. He knew it that he was done for. They, they were attacking, they were shooting. The guy said, Lord, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's, <laughs> he went into the toilets. I heard this thing maybe like 12 years ago. He held the toilet seat like this because his wife and his children were there and began to come out. <laughs> no, sit down and say that. No, greater is he that is him. cross leg. <laughs> they got to the apartment before his own, skipped his apartment. And went to the next one. From that day, his message did not change. But the man had changed. Blessed are the poor in spirit. See, you can't keep yourself. Only God keeps us. That's what he began to say. It's the same message he's preaching. You know? Because greater is he that is in us. It's the same message. But God had broken him so that virtue can flow out. The degree of life you can release, the degree of the Christ life you can release, comes from the degree of the death of Christ you have partaken of. When you have partaken of the death of Christ, you say, it is no longer I that live, but Christ in me. If you see prosperity in my life, it is because God has given it to me. It's not because I'm brilliant, intelligent, or I come from a particular family. God gave it to me. That kind of person, when there's lack in their life for a while, <laughs> they will be smiling. What God wants to make us are believers who don't respond, who are not offended by insults or carried away by praise. So I got, ah, you can sing, go, ah, you can sing, eh? When you were singing, I was just in heaven. You'd be like, better calm down. Because it's not my voice. Do you know that there are voices that are better than your voice? That what they are. What they are doing on the foot of the earth is now is Grammys and Emmys on the way to hellfire. A Christian without, without understanding will make them their role model instead of their intercessory point. Lord, save this celebrity and make her a Christian. Instead, you go and play the, the, the video of the person. The person will say, oh, you're a child of God. Say, oh. You are training with their voice. No, no. Paul is one of my best scriptures. Acts 26, I believe. He stood before king, a king and a governor. King Agrippa and Governor Festus. And he said that, I wish all of you were like me. Except for these chains. He was a prisoner. As a prisoner of Christ, he knew he was better than a king and a governor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You may have a contract for me, but I have a contract for you. My contract for you is an eternal contract. God is helping me to the point where there is nobody I cannot preach the gospel to. We are to honor men, but worship is for God. 
Worship means that if you don't help me, I cannot be helped. That's why you betray me for your, your boss to say, if you don't sleep with me. If I slap you, or okay, if I slap you, say, say that thing again. I will come down from the office where God has placed me, seated with Christ in heavenly places, to sleep with the demons that are operating in your life. You are, you are not well. I pronounce that you, are, you will not be well until you repent. You're not serious. That's a daughter of the Most High God. If you take away the job for me, I know how to be abased. I'll be abased for two weeks. Another job is coming. just round up this but the one who knows how to be how to be abased and how to abound can drink the same coffee now that he's worth billions in the same coffee shop that he was going to when he had only some people some people that are not that are not believers they know this thing like warren buffett warren buffett has been going to the same coffee shop for the past 40 years he was at one time the world richest man when they interviewed mark zuckerberg at a point in time he said he has not changed much. It's just that the, the $40 shirt is now $400. But it's still the same gray. You know the way he dresses. Some people just have something to small income increase. Supernatural, Baba. They just, they just, they'll just begin to, you know. You have been saving for eight months to buy iPhone which one is the one now? 14. 14 and a half. There's no, you see, I'm not talking about poverty mentality. I'm saying that knowing how to, some people don't know how to abound. Buy the phone as if you are buying tissue paper. Do you understand what I'm saying? That phone is not what, you, your what is, is the blood of Christ Jesus. Buy it, don't. <laughs> yes! Oh no! No, 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 no. Buy the phone, use it like you use it for kingdom things. Yes. When is the tribe meeting? Open it. Don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Open it like tissue paper. Father, thank you for this phone. I use it for your glory in Jesus' name. That's how a child of God, that's how champions do. <laughs> I'm not saying you carry it inside a bus at 7 p.m. when you leave computer village like tissue paper. <laughs> Just carry it in a white nylon. The pastor said we should do iPhone 14 like tissue paper. You now go. Some, someone has, some, people have, some people have done that. The phone did not get home with them. No, be, be wise. You know? Do you understand what I'm talking about now? Mm. Not that when they, you spend all your, you, they hit your car. Pastor has said this before. It's as if they hit your, your, your kidney, your liver. You, a child of God. Are you mad? A child of God. No, we don't behave like that. So, contrary to what you might think, knowing how to be abased does not mean knowing how to live a life of poverty. No, no, no. It means knowing, and knowing how to abound does not mean knowing how to roll in dollars. It's quite the opposite. Are you listening to me? Knowing how to be abased means knowing how to live rich and full even when you are at the bottom of life with nothing. When your salary went from 300k to 3 million in a month, your working style did not change. Because your working style at 30k was that of the child of God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You knew that this was not my word. If this was not my word, that cannot be my word. 
When you take the time at 30K and the time at 3 million per month, it's the same time. Praise the Lord. That's the time my life is telling. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And then knowing how to abound. Let me, talk, let, me, let me end that thought. Knowing how to be a base means you are happy, you are wise, you are cheerful, you are generous in spite of having little. You drink tap water like it's the best wine in the world. My mother said that that's how her grandmother was. You saw, saw my grandma drinking water. You'd be like, what, what are you drinking? She says, water. Enjoying the best things in life are free. The second best things in life are very expensive. You didn't get that. My time is up. It means you eat bully and epa as if you have munching French cuisine. Like, you know, there was a guy like that on campus. When he, he, he used to take Gary with fork and knife. He would, he would do it for like five minutes, then, you know, because you can't take Gary with fork and knife. Then he would now go to spoon. But he was doing it because he saw himself. Ah, yeah. <laughs> when he saw himself, it was not Gary, but it was fork and knife. Do you understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> right. It means you give up your spare change, your smiles, your seasoned words to others who need them even when you have your own needs. That's what it means to, be, to know how to be abased. And knowing how to be abound, to abound means knowing how to live a simple, modest, and quietly effective life when you are at the top. The ushers, they don't know that you are a CEO. Because there are some people, the ushers must know. Me, I should sit there. If your type comes to the office, I cannot employ you. You are not serious. When you have wealth beyond imagination, you wear simple ankara sometimes and slippers of no consequence, and you come and do gardening in the church. You join sanitation department. You say, No, I must be a director. I'm a director in the office. I'm the executive director. So let me be the ecclesiastical director. I don't have time. You sit with others of lower estates and relate with them as equal. Blessed are the meek. Not as someone from one corner of Jupiter. You put all your money and property on one side and, you, and your sense on the other side. And you make sure that your sense is not a servant to your property. You own what you own. What you own does not own you. That's what it means to abound. That is what the Bible means. Knowing how to be abased is knowing how to stay up when you are down. And knowing how to abound means knowing how to stay down when you are up. It is how to develop a non-fluctuating soul. You are stable. You do not shake. You cannot be shaking. That's the kind of person that Jesus needs today. You are like a marine. I don't mean marine spirit because we have to be careful. You are like a soldier of Christ. There's nothing you cannot do. That's the meaning of Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If I pray for three hours when there's light in my house, when there's no light and mosquitoes are everywhere, I will pray for three hours. I heard this from a pastor. He used to say this before. That he's praying, that your prayer when, you know, and from when he says you can tell he's talking out of experience. When there's no light and mosquitoes are everywhere and you are praying that that prayer is more important to God. 
where are the soldiers of Christ? I've, I sense that some, some, some want to pray. Let's just pray for one minute, one minute. And this is the prayer. Lord, in these last days, quicken me with your strength to be able to stand for you regardless of the circumstance. Help me, Lord, to be everything that you died and rose again for. I want you to lift up your voice and pray in, the, in, in tongues for 60 seconds. As you put together your seed, just pray that prayer. Quicken me, Lord, with your strength to stand. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Take unto yourself the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day. I want to stand for you by your grace. I want to walk with you through life, victorious, doing everything you want me to do with your strength. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.